Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the ELP podcast series. As an introduction, I am Riya Dalwani and I practice as a senior associate at Economic Laws Practice. Today, we will walk you through the facets of the law of arbitration in India. India's intent to elevate arbitration as the preferred mode of dispute resolution is complemented by the legislative amendments and the consistently developing jurisprudence. For this episode, I'm delighted to invite Mr. Abilene Chaturvedi. Abilene is a partner at Economic Laws Practice and he specializes in arbitration and dispute resolution. Abilene will take us through the legislative landscape of arbitrations in India. Abilene, welcome to our podcast. Thank you, Ria. Glad to be here. To begin with, Abilene, what is the most common mechanism of resolution of commercial disputes in our jurisdiction, which is India? Thank you for the question, Ria. In fact, this is a question which has been uh, asked several amounts of times from foreign investors as well as large corporations within the country. Right. Of late, what we have seen uh, in large-scale contracts is that the preferred mode of dispute resolution is arbitration. Uh, while commercial courts do exist in all the districts in India, for adjudication of commercial disputes in large-scale contracts, corporations and parties generally prefer arbitration over litigation. Uh, having said that, merely because an arbitration clause may be absent in a large-scale contract, that doesn't mean that the parties are without remedy. They can very well go to the commercial courts for adjudication of their disputes. Great. Thank you, Abhili. For the benefit of our listeners on this episode, what is the meaning of arbitration? That's a even better question and that's a slightly uh, difficult proposition to answer because there are various forms and mechanisms of arbitration. But uh, to put it simply, arbitration is a process under which parties agree to resolve commercial disputes out of a defined legal relationship, which may be uh, contractual or not, uh, this process necessarily happens out of a court system. Parties have the right to elect a neutral arbitrator or arbitrators who will then hear evidence from both the parties. They will apply the relevant laws and then render a final award. This award, which is finally rendered through this process of dispute resolution, is a binding decision subject to a challenge procedure, of course, which is generally set out in most of the laws all across the globe. In India, too, the Indian Arbitration and Conciliation Act 1996 provides for a challenge to the final award. Although a challenge is available, it is definitely not taken as an exhaustive review of the final decision which is rendered. So this is probably in a nutshell what may be involved in an arbitration process in India. This was very helpful. It will give our listeners an overview of how the mechanism really operates. So if we have a scenario where an arbitration clause is present in a contract, would that eliminate the jurisdiction of courts over such a commercial dispute? Yes, uh, off late and in fact, uh, earlier jurisprudence also 
continuously points to the fact that in case there is an arbitration clause in an agreement between the parties the courts will not exercise jurisdiction and they will refer the parties to arbitration there are both legislative uh, clarifications in both the arbitration and conciliation act 1996 and under the code of civil procedure 1908 where courts will always give preference uh, to arbitration in case there is a pre-existing arbitration agreement between the parties understood you mentioned courts would give preference to arbitration in your view given your experience why is arbitration the more preferred mechanism of resolution for commercial disputes see uh, globally also arbitration has gradually become the more preferred uh, way of resolution of commercial disputes but uh, domestically speaking arbitration becomes even more uh, relevant for the indian jurisdiction simply because of the sheer backlog of cases and arbitration presents uh, presents an opportunity to somehow get out of that system while at the same time that system has an overview of the entire arbitration process to list a few features which are particularly um, attractive and advantages in an arbitration system are i mean uh, of the it's it's simply the ability to agree on a procedure which is absent in a court system parties are at liberty to agree on the procedure to be adopted for the arbitration proceeding the parties have the right to choose an arbitrator which is not the case in a court system whichever court your disputes may lie and whichever judge the disputes may lie before parties will compulsorily have to go um to that particular court or to that judge in a court system which is not the case in an arbitration um parties have the right to choose a venue as per their convenience in any arbitration proceeding arbitration proceedings will generally be more expeditious compared to a court uh, system and more importantly for any large corporation arbitration proceedings are confidential in nature so it all these sort of features where parties uh, autonomy is maintained in the entire dispute resolution process uh, is something that i would feel is particularly more attractive and it gives arbitration a greater preference compared to court litigation right there definitely numerous advantages of arbitration the features you listed are likely to be of interest to parties in a commercial dispute particularly expeditious nature of an arbitration proceeding in india is there any time limit for pronouncing an arbitral award so uh, the arbitration and conciliation act 1996 through the amendments in 2015 and in 2019 they both these amendment together have streamlined the time taken uh, for an entire arbitration proceeding in india as per the amendments in the arbitration and conciliation act 1996 an arbitration must be uh, the pleadings in an arbitration must be completed within 6 months uh, of the arbitration being initiated 
after the pleadings are completed the arbitral tribunal is expected to pronounce the award within a period of 12 months which is extendable by a further period of 6 months with the consent of the parties now at the end of this uh, 24 month period if the arbitration proceedings are yet not completed parties have the right and the liberty to approach the court of the seat of arbitration where they can apply for an extension of time to complete the arbitration proceedings beyond this um, the arbitration conciliation act 1996 for uh, the parties who are involved in time sensitive disputes also offers the provision of a fast track arbitration in a fast track proceeding a sole arbitrator will have to deliver the arbitration award within 6 months of his or her appointment the procedure adopted is generally restricted to a documents only arbitration and where oral hearings are only requested by the arbitrator only when deemed necessary great so time is of relevance over here and parties are likely to complete a proceeding much faster than in a litigation before courts in india considering that court intervention is however sought for extension of time limits are there any other stages in an arbitration where court intervention is likely to occur yes there are several uh, instances where court intervention is likely to occur in an arbitration proceeding in fact uh, court systems regularly uh, complement an arbitration process and there are several instances where a party may approach a court of law in order to aid the arbitration process between the parties um, a jurisdiction of a court may particularly be invoked when parties are to be referred to arbitration this may arise in a situation where the parties had an arbitration agreement under the contract between them despite the presence of an arbitration agreement one of the parties has filed a suit before a court of law and in that proceeding a party may make an application to the court asking for the court to refer the parties to arbitration then um, a court's jurisdiction may also be invoked for grant of any interim measures which in fact extend till the uh, arbitral award is executed there are certain situations where interim reliefs may be granted by an arbitral tribunal but beyond that court also has the authority to grant interim measures a court's assistance may also be required in constitution of a tribunal where for instance a party parties are not able to agree on a sole arbitrator or a recalcitrant party is not nominating its arbitrator in those situations one of the parties may make an application to the court asking for court to uh, constitute the arbitral tribunal court's assistance may also be required in taking evidence or for extending the time limit to make an arbitration award a court's jurisdiction will generally also be invoked after an award is pronounced to challenge the award should either of the parties be dissatisfied and should they feel that one of the uh, grounds of challenge is maintainable uh, court's jurisdiction is 
generally also in, invoke for enforcement of awards um, in any given scenario wherever the when the arbitral award is finally rendered it will necessarily have to be enforced and for enforcement of that arbitral award parties will have to make the necessary applications uh, in jurisdictions where the assets of the award debtor are situated so these may be some of the instances uh, where a court's jurisdiction or a court's assistance is required um, i may not have given an exhaustive list over here but these are certainly one of the more uh, one of the more pronounced uh, instances where court's jurisdiction is involved right thank you abhin that was extremely insightful on a separate note we have seen that in jurisdictions outside india parties have also opted for emergency arbitration are decisions of emergency arbitrators now recognized in india yes uh, this has in fact been uh, the result of a recent supreme court uh, decision in the context of an arbitration seated in new delhi uh, an order was passed by an emergency arbitrator under the arbitration rules of the singapore international arbitration center the supreme court held that the order passed by the emergency arbitrator in the india seated arbitration is enforceable under the arbitration and conciliation act 1996 thank you it's good to know that india has now opened its doors to enforce an emergency arbitrator's award tracing back to your earlier response you had mentioned that the court can intervene and challenge proceedings as well therefore can a final award passed by an arbitral tribunal be challenged before the courts and what would be the procedure for the same yes uh, to put it in one word yes the arbitration award which is finally rendered by uh, in the arbitrate which is finally rendered in an arbitration proceeding is uh, amenable to a challenge or an annulment process uh, the thing is that the arbitration conciliation act 1996 it provides for only certain few grounds on the basis of which an award can be challenged uh, the limited grounds on which an award can be set aside are set out in the act and uh, we will in fact take this up in later sessions in greater detail because there is a vast amount of jurisprudence only on this particular subject surely while we near the end of this episode there's a lot more like you said to discuss and reflect upon in the next session absolutely yes stringing together the inputs shared with us today it certainly appears that arbitration should be the mode of dispute resolution in the globalizing world today the developing regime in india reflects not only the efforts of the judiciary but also the efforts of the legislature and the government to make india an arbitration friendly jurisdiction i think arbitration would definitely be the way forward and just to add something over there that speaking of preferred modes of dispute resolution uh, during the pandemic times while most of the court systems were severely affected and the workings of the court were majorly affected because of the pandemic arbitration practitioners and the arbitrators persevered and seamlessly ran arbitrations uh, where parties could in fact use technology to conduct arbitration proceedings and in fact arbitration proceedings were initiated and completed during 
the whole time when the pandemic led to lockdowns in various parts of the world so yeah that's just one of the things that i just wanted to highlight as uh, one of the features of an arbitration which definitely uh, aided the parties in an otherwise lockdown world to have their disputes resolved by an alternative means absolutely i mean the flexibility and the freedom of choice per se that arbitration brings to the table is indispensable absolutely yeah, yeah. thank you for listening in to all our for all our listeners and a special thanks to abhilin for the wonderful session and his insights today thank you riya thank you glad to be it was a great experience